Everythingradio.com and the fuck going on. My name is Efron. We got a special guest on the show. We got Francis and Renz from August Mayhem in this bitch. What up, homies? Yeah, what's up, bro? What's up, Mike? <laughs> Hell yeah, dog. Shit. See, how you guys doing, man? I'm fucking hangover and shit because we were drunk last night with the homies. Good for you guys. As for us, we're just trying to re record our old track and yeah, doing our shit on weekends. All right, nice. Good. Yeah, shit. <laughs> All right, that's good to know, man. So let's talk about the the genre evolution of the band. You guys started as post-hardcore in 2006 uh, to metalcore for one year. Then 2008 to 2013, you guys changed again the genre to deathcore and now death metal this this year. Why do you guys keep changing it? Well, actually, um, we didn't intend to change our genre every time. It just so happened that our music influences gets heavier and we just apply it to our music. So uh, the band actually started covering Under Oath, Blast the Fall, Kyoto's Funeral for a Friend, and then they moved over to Asaila Dying, Atriu, and Haste the Day. So after playing Melkor, um, they decided to write their own music, which turns out to be Deathcore afterwards. So that's where our um, EP was created. Okay, that's, that's fucking cool, man, because the evolution is like... I don't know, I'm sorry if I, it's like I'm thinking that you guys already matured and shit. Is that right? Or you think that it's just that's what you guys like? Well, um, matured be in music perspective, maybe. I'm not sure. But uh, how about like the, the, the dress code? Because usually in emo scene, you know, you have has have the hair and shit, you know? Well, um, <laughs> we're not like those people who's wearing, you know, all those metal shirt and all that. I mean, we just... Do our thing, man. All right, that's what's up, man. Yeah, hell yeah. But but what? Why now change to death metal? Well, um, because um, we just wanted to play something more aggressive, something a little bit technical than we used to play, and yeah, it turns out fine. All right, that's that's what's up, man. I guess that's uh pretty much underground if it's really death metal. Because some you know like correct me if I'm wrong. Post hardcore, metalcore, deathcore. They have more attraction. However, in death metal, it's really underground, right? So, because you know there are a lot of emo fans, and then death metal, you know, the only deathcore that I like is really Rings of Saturn. You guys li- uh, listen to Rings of Saturn? Well, hell yes, brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm a huge fan of black metal. You know, and you guys fans of Mayhem, the black metal fan, uh, black metal band Mayhem? Uh, yeah, but we prefer Burzum over Mayhem. Oh shit, that's some old school shit, bro. Hell yeah. yeah like the lyrics wise, uh, that's what's up, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, but why did you guys choose the name August Mayhem? Is somebody's birthday August or any stories behind the name? Uh, actually, um, here's where it began. So it was um, the 10th of August, which happens to be a celebration of Francis' birthday. Oh. And then, yeah, they had a chaotic night, hence the name August Mayhem. Oh shit! How yeah. chaotic was it? Like somebody got drunk, or was there a fight, or some shit? Not just that, bro. I guess it's not wise to discuss it, you know. Oh <laughs> shit! Okay, okay. Well, it, it it's just not a night, man. It it it's a whole month of August. <laughs> it's a chaotic month of August. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh shit! So okay, now we got it now. So that's why it's August mayhem because the whole August is pretty much a fucking mayhem and chaotic and shit. Exactly. All right, dog. It's fine if you don't want to discuss the whole thing. 
you know, <laughs> on, like, it's fine. Well, well, just to sum it up, it's like uh, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole month of August, man. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. That's what's up, dog. Hell yeah. That's funny as shit, man. But uh, is it true that you the, the band uh, resurrected after seven years? It has been a total of around four to five years, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, shit, 45 years before you guys moved to resurrect the band again. Exactly. Yeah, that long, yeah. Fuck, that's a long time. What, what, uh, what make you guys busy and shit? Um, work, family, because um, some of us had babies and all that, you know, priorities. Yeah, investing in new gears as well, because before... We don't have a studio. We don't have, you know, good equipment to play with. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that yeah. One stuff. yeah. Yeah, usually if somebody got a baby and she got a family, dude, it's going to be hard to balance life now with, with the band, bro. Exactly. All right, man. But, uh, you know, uh, Bowers Reaction Pit reviewed the, how do you pronounce it? Syncretic Subterfuge? Yeah, Syncretic Subterfuge. Oh, uh, subterfuge. Yeah. Do, do you guys have any having contact with them? How do you guys found out that they had that reaction video? All right. So um, there's actually a circulation in social media on where Bowser's reaction pit has been reviewing a lot of Filipino bands, right? Okay. So I recommended our music video by commenting on one of the posts of the reviewer himself. And mm-hmm. you know, we just got curious on how would they react to our music. So I'm the one who recommended our music. Oh shit, Rance, that's what's up, dog. So uh, the only time they fucking like checked it and then do the reviews by commenting and then they fucking like do the shit, correct? Exactly, yeah, yeah. Damn it, there's some hustling right there. But I'm fucking glad that they actually did that to also promote the band and the, the music scene in the Philippines, man. Definitely, man. That's, that's what's up, dog. So that's, that's what we're doing right now in, on the show is we promote the skateboarding and also the underground scene in, in the Philippines. That's what's up, so... Uh, you know, making a band is really difficult, right? And it's normal for lineups to keep on changing. How do you guys, you know, manage disagreements and shit? Well, um, because um, me, Francis, and Arrow has been together for like more than a decade now. So damn, yeah. yeah. So in terms of disagreements, we don't actually take it seriously, and we don't sugarcoat things. So especially when we compose a track. So in case we don't want we don't want one's idea, we just tell him straight. Oh shit! But yeah. at least it's not like they're gonna be okay. Well, dude, that's fucked up, bro. So there's no pretty much like a fight because sometimes, dude, fight happens. But you guys never had that that issue. Yeah, shit, bro. We fight. We fight a lot. We curse a lot, actually. <laughs> uh, especially, especially when we're making songs and uh, some members is fucking up. We say like putang <laughs> Fuck, dude. Yeah, it's fucking normal, but. Since you guys already know each other for more than a decade and shit, is it because when you guys were high school friends or some shit? Arrow and Francis is actually childhood friends. They've been friends since elementary days. Okay. Yeah. And me, they met me when they are in high school, college, I guess. So, yeah. Oh, shit. What, what uh, college or high school? Oh, I guess college. Yeah, college. When yeah. they're in college, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what university is it in Manila? Um, Francis studied in AMA, Aero in JRU, and I studied uh, in STI. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what's up, man. Because, you know, the, those are different schools, but you guys fucking knew each other because of the band? Yep, yep. All right, nice, nice. So let's talk about the, the studio, right? Because you mentioned about studio. So who owns Audio for 747 Recording Studio? 
because Renz, you you're the marketing and promotions manager. Oh yeah. Well, um, the founder and CEO of Audio Seven Four Seven Recording Studio is Arrow. Francis is our sound engineer, and yeah, I'm the marketing and promotions manager. Oh shit, man! So it's just you guys started uh, the recording studio. Yep. yep. When did you guys start the the recording studio? Um, just last year. Just last year, yeah. Oh shit, last year, and it's not popping. Yeah, you know that that business is actually gonna boom because nowadays there's a lot of you know musical artists who wants oh. that. So. And you, uh, Renz, as the marketing and promotions manager, dude, damn, you got to do a lot and then do the music. That's, that's fucked up, man. Well, um, it's just about, you know, managing time. And as long as we're doing our job well, I hope that, you know, you know business goes booming. Yeah, that's true, man. Business and then being in a band is, it's going to be a tight, uh, you know, situation. But I guess you guys are going are to do a good job for sure. But it says on Facebook. You know, on Facebook page of August Mayhem, that the record label is the same, like Audio Seven Four Seven Recording Studio. Well, um, we act we actually have plans on creating a record label, but it's not yet final. So the last say it's still with Arrow if it's going to pursue on creating a record label. So it's not yet final. Oh, yeah, there's no like a uh, record label for now, but uh, we're gonna post memes. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you know, doing a record label and doing those shit—I mean, dude, that's gonna be the hectic as shit. But same, it's gonna be worth it if it all boomed, uh, all out dog shit. But uh, what are you guys? The uh, let's say you guys have day jobs and shit. Well, um, I am an associate account director for a real estate company. Arrow is an assistant manager for a travel network company. Francis is an IT help desk for a BPO company. Generic our bassist is a QA tester for a gaming company and Vera, our vocalist, is an account specialist for a real estate company. Damn, man. So you guys are really professionals. It's not like you guys are, you know, doing other things, but you guys are in the corporate world, bro. Yeah, we need to, man, because we can't finance ourselves by just, you know, ha- being in a band. It's yeah. Not pro- yeah, it's not profitable enough in the Philippines to have a metal band and then, you know, that does... The expenses, but you know, unfortunately, in this country, you need a day job. That, that's true. We're in a third world country, right? But here's the thing: tell me if I'm wrong or if I'm correct here. We, we have following in the Philippines, you know, in this kind of genre. But I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if there's really people doing a lot of things on like marketing and shit, or it's just you think that there's no other like. You know, because usually if there's a fan, I mean, they're, they're going to support you. But doing other marketing, there's no other uh, supporters, you think? So I think the question is, uh, the chorus of question is uh, the fan base. Yep. Um, when we started the band, we just uh, want to play music. Uh, okay. Actually, we don't, we don't plan to... Uh, we didn't even know that we are gonna be uh, that metal band because at first we just play um, songs that we like, like the you know uh, emo, post hardcore music, and okay. uh, our influences got heavier. So we got into uh, some metalcore, and now and then deathcore, and then death metal, and we don't care uh, about the fans. Actually, we just like to play our music. Yeah, as long as you guys are yeah. loving what you guys are doing, and then you know nobody knows if you guys are gonna blow up. Because right now, 
I think you guys are blowing up already. It's just you need more effort, I guess, in marketing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, let's talk about the, let's say like day jobs and shit. So all your coworkers know that you guys are in the band. Some people, you know, some people won't tell and keep it to themselves because in corporate yeah, yeah. world, you know, metal are rebels. Well, um, for me, I actually tell my colleagues that I'm in a band, yeah. but I just don't specify the genre that I'm inclined with. So I don't know with the others, but I guess they also tell their colleagues as well. How about you, Francis? You tell that you do. I'm I'm in a metal band. You gotta check my shit. <laughs> no, man. I I'm just like a fucking nobody in, the, in my company. <laughs> like I I eat alone when I'm on break. I I smoke alone. I, I'm just alone, man. I drink alone at my lunch. You're so, a lone wolf, huh? A lone wolf. Yeah, man. And oh shit. When they saw the music video, they're like, "What the fuck, man? You're the you're the guy." <laughs> and I'm like. Fuck off, man. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Francis. <laughs> That's funny, though. But but Francis and Renz, you guys are the founder of the band or also with Arrow? Because I've been seeing old pictures of you guys rocking the emo hairs and, sit, uh, and, and shit. Well, um, with regards to founding the band, Francis is, and Arrow is actually the founder of August Mayhem. I'm not actually an original member. Oh. Yeah, I'm just their second drummer, and I joined back in 2008, I guess. Oh, okay, 2008. It's 2006 they started, and then after two years, you, you joined the band. Is that correct? Yep, yep, yep. All right, that, that's what's up, man. Now, yeah. here's the thing. You know, it, it's fucking hard to get a drummer, and Renz and Arrow, you guys are fucking, like, lucky to to have a, a metalhead who knows how to do Blast Beats, bro. It's fucking hard. Well, um... Practice, I guess, and yeah, lots of masturbation, left and right masturbation, <laughs> ambidext. Yeah, man. <laughs> Cobra, you know? Oh, shit, so you represent Cobra and not other energy drink. No, 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 man. We're not promoting anything. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what you usually drink if, if you're doing blast beats and shit, huh? Not really. Mostly water, you know, pussy juice. That, that gives a lot of energy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, that, that shit funny alright so dude I'm a huge fan of uh, Melvillance basically uh, let's play some music real quick this is one of my favorites so let, let's talk about like the production lyrics wise and okay. anything about Melvillance so Melvillance is actually um, a song about vengeance towards someone who betrayed you so Francis created the lyrics of that track oh shit yeah and it's actually produced and just you know my house back then it's actually a cheap production it's recorded with cheap equipments as well so yeah it turns out fine i guess mm, okay so lyrics wise it's about okay with with, with, with francis talk to me dog so it's oh man fuck malevolence <laughs> <laughs> lyrics wise all right so uh i'm actually cringing whenever i <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I'm uh, seeing the lyrics of Malevolence, because I, when I wrote that, I was really down and angry because uh, someone betrayed me. Ah, fuck, uh, bro. Uh, but now when I'm like hearing the song Malevolence and uh, reading the lyrics, I'm like, fuck, man, I'm cringing as fuck. <laughs> Uh, but but the sound is good though. The music's great. But yeah. the lyrics, man, I hate. I fucking hate that lyrics. 
<laughs> so you regret writing the lyrics, huh? Not really, but you know, it, it's my creation. <laughs> what now? <laughs> you, you gotta do what you gotta do, I guess. Okay, that's what's up, dog. So all of you guys write the lyrics as well, like other like tracks, or it's just you, Francis, doing the the writing. Um, most of the tracks we are helping each other on, you know, completing the lyrics, the theme of it, and yeah, oh, it, yeah, mostly I do the whole um, what do you call this? Schematic the lyrics, and then they are the ones who's going to add more or revise something if they don't want it. And, yeah. uh, that, that's that's great, man. Because you know it's a teamwork. It's not just a one man army, but you guys are a group, so you, you gotta help each other. Exactly. Alright, that's what's up, man. So, yeah, let's play some music. Come right back, fool. Let's go. Radio.com and the fuck going on? Uh, we back on the program. We still got Renz and Francis of August Mayhem and this bitch dog. Hey man, thank you guys for being on the show, dog. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, man. Shit. So basically, on the show we do smash or pass. This is optional. If you guys are fucking married or have a significant other, we can't do this. You guys good for smash or pass? Yeah, go ahead, bro. <laughs> All right. All right. So number one, Nadine Lustre, bro. Crap. Smash or pass? That's a hard question. Francis, go ahead and answer it. <laughs> smash all the way, man. <laughs> so Francis is going to smash. How about you, Renz? Is it pass? I think I'll smash as well. I'll smash as hard <laughs> as I can, man. Dude, why do you want to smash? I mean, is there any reason or is just, you know, fuck it, let's just smash. 
Yeah, smash 24-7, brother. <laughs> All right, so Nadine, okay, fucking smash. All right, next one. You guys ready for the next one? Yeah, go ahead, bro. My my Entrada. Ah yeah, my my shit, I'll fucking pass, man. Let <laughs> <laughs> you fucking pass. Uh, I'll I'll smash that shit, man. <laughs> I'm fucking right in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Renz, I'm sorry, but why is it a fucking pass, bro? It's not my type, bro. Easy as that. It's not smashable, <laughs> I guess. Well, basically, it's like this. I'll smash everything that moves. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so for Francis, he's going to smash everything that moves. So, okay. Yeah. So, Rance has a type. I got it. I got it. What's your type, Rance? Well, holy shit, man. <laughs> I guess 18 years, 18 years old. <laughs> so you like the, the younger cute. ones, huh? The cute ones, maybe. Uh, yeah. Okay, I got it. So let's uh, <laughs> Fuck, bro. Uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? All right, so we got the next one. We got Kim yeah. Chu. Smash your pass. Kim Chu. Well, I'll smash. Oh, nope. shit. Okay. Yeah, I'll smash while eating kimchi. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man. So you guys like the, the chinky eyes and shit? Yeah, yeah. Alright, man. Best preference. Yeah, chinky eyed. Alright, nice. So we got the, the second one, or the, the fourth one. We got uh, P.A. Words back. Holy fucking shit! Is that even a question, brother? <laughs> Arrow wants to answer, man. <laughs> yeah, Arrow says he'll smash. Oh, shit. Yeah. Arrow's there too. Hell yeah. What's up, Arrow, dude? Alright. So, yeah. Aero Smash, how about Francis and Renz? I'll smash even his boyfriend. <laughs> oh, <shit>. Her boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> his boyfriend. We're gonna have a threesome, brother. Oh, shit. Prepare your anus. <laughs> <laughs> so, fucking, uh, that's Francis right there. How about uh, Renz? Uh, well, Pia Word's back is Pia Word's back. So, I'll do Mesopotamian Smash or. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, man. That's what's up, dog. All right, we got a last one here. We got Julia Barreto. Holy fucking shit! <laughs> I'll smash her, her mother, her aunt, and whoever's whoever's girl in the Barreto family, sir. <laughs> <laughs> smash everyone. <laughs> All right. So how about Aaron and uh, Francis? Yeah, smash even her grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. All right, man. Well, thank you guys for, you know, taking your time and doing the Smash Pass. I appreciate that, dog. So, you know, some I interviewed rappers. They're like, no, I have a girlfriend. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass. But you guys are fucking awesome, dog. Shit. Hell yeah, man. So, Renz, the the woven um in fragments and you know, Putra discussed the mini drum cover. I fucking love that shit. It's fucking hilarious, dog. How did you come up with the the mini drum covers and and, and shit? Well, I saw that drum toy of my younger sibling when I just got from work, and I decided to do a cover video. I actually started with Blinded by Fear by Flash Kid Apocalypse. It's actually a cover of a cover. Then um, people loved it, and I just created more, and I don't know where to find the toy anymore. It's 
long gone, it's lost, maybe destroyed even, but yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, uh, um, okay. Yeah, one thing's for sure, man. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? It got, it got like fucking like views and shit, like 34K or 40. Uh, not anymore? I don't think I can still do that, man. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's my prime era of playing drums. Alright, I, I got you, Doug. But yeah. how many bands do you guys have right now? Because, you know, some other metalheads, they have at least two to three bands. Um, Right now, Arrow is the only one who has another band, which is Bloodshed. He's actually with Bloodshed right now. He is Oh, shit. Yeah. And as for the others, we don't have other bands, so we just focus on August Mayhem. This was fucking awesome, because, dude, Bloodshed has been in the game for how many years, bro? Like 20 decades. Yeah, JoJo and fucking uh, Toots, the fucking yeah, they're they're fucking great, man. Shit. But what do you guys think about like a member having a lots of bands? So at least Arrow only have one band. How about because usually you got three bands and shit. It's gonna be hard to to deal with them. Well, um, we don't we don't actually hold it against them as long as they can manage their time. So you know because having a band and being in a band needs commitment and chemistry. So without those, yeah, yeah, money as well. So without yeah. those, yeah, it won't work. So as long as they can manage their time well, well, there's no problem. Okay, great. So basically, Arrow, he's doing good at time management, so you guys are okay with him? Hell yeah, yeah. That's what's up, dog. So let's talk about your upcoming show for Let's Go Underground Productions. You guys are in the headliner? And also, how do you guys get the, the spot? Not exactly a headliner. They just created a di- different yeah, and separate posters for the event, for the band to post, but... We were actually surprised that we got invited on that big event because we're not ready. Yeah, it's actually unexpected and we're not ready for those big events yet. So um, we got the spot because Sir Ronero, um, the production's president, contacted Arrow and asked if we are interested on playing on their event. Well, obviously, we grabbed that opportunity to you know, play on that big event because it's going to be a good exposure for us as well. That's that's true. So basically, every other bands like Tubero and other shit, they have their own poster. So not just you guys. Um. Yeah. Yeah. They created different posters oh, on okay. which um they post the band as a headliner as well. Oh, okay. So that's a good marketing tactic right there. So yeah, I agree. I agree. But Renzi, you're the booking agent and Arrow. So did you guys like contact them, or you guys have friends in that production? Um. No. Um. They're the one who contacted Arrow okay. and asked if we are interested. But how about other other fucking like uh, production and shit? So it's is it you guys contacting them or somebody contact you guys? Um, right now we're not actually looking for gigs yet, honestly, honestly, because we're still creating materials so that we can um finish our album this year, hopefully. And then when we released the video, um, we were actually surprised that we have invitations on gigs. Actually, those are provinces like Lucena, Bicol. Yeah, Naga. So we're actually surprised and baffled right now because we are pressured to create more tracks to play on those events. Yeah, fuck. Since you guys uh, moved to a death metal genre, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, album is good. But why not EP first? Why album right away? Well, um, we actually released an, an EP um, a few years back, which is in YouTube. It's just an unofficial release. Okay. And right now, we are actually eyeing on doing an album because it's going to be a milestone and a legacy for us. Okay. That's what's up, man. Is it uh, via hard copy or is it soft copy on the internet? 
Hard copy, yeah. Okay, so you prefer the old school ways than the new generation thing? Yeah, yeah. Well, we actually even intend to create vinyls if we can have the chance to do so. So. Okay, that, that's that's great, man. But you know, correct me if I'm wrong, dude. These days, hard copy is dead, bro. I'm not I'm being I'm not dissing or anything, but yeah. it's all it's all YouTube Digital. now. Yeah, Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. You guys gonna do that or just? Yeah, we're way? still going to do that because you know uh, we realize that most people nowadays doesn't really have interest on hard copies, but um, as old musicians, uh, we prefer it. Okay, great. Because usually it's not streaming. Because if I if I'm a fan of a band, I'm a fan of you guys. I'm just streaming your shit to support you guys. Exactly. So, yeah. but you know, with the album, I'm looking forward to the album, man. That's what's up. So this year, is there any date for the release? Um, December, hopefully. Oh shit, that's what's up, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. So speaking of production earlier, we talked about. Did you guys experience the ticket selling gigs before? Well, hell yes, man. Um, we actually experienced ticket selling a lot of times because we started playing on gigs back in 2006. So those were the times on which most productions are um, opting bands to do ticket selling. So yeah, experienced it. Yeah, that's, that's some crazy shit. But at least, you know, we, you got to understand the production because without doing the ticket selling gigs, nobody's going to, you know, support the... Yeah, I, I got you. But uh, since you guys are busy and, you know, how do you guys balance gigs, practices, family, and the band itself? How do you guys manage it? I know it's time management. Is there, like, scheduling? Well, right now, um, it's quite hard, honestly, because with the others having broken schedule on work, um, we're quite challenged on our schedules for rehearsals, recordings, and composing tracks. So um, that's why... Before we set a schedule, we inform everyone at least a week or two weeks before. Okay, that's what's up. So basically, you give them a heads up, like, okay, a week or two weeks, we yeah. need to have a, okay? Yeah. Because, you know, it's really hard to juggle everything, especially what you guys are doing with the recording studio, having an album, gigs. Dude, I don't know. You guys are a monster, bro. Shit, you guys are a machine. Well, we yeah. just happen to manage our time quite well, I guess. Yeah, that's that's good, man. It's a it's a good thing that you guys are saying that, so other like bands will be encouraged to do the same. So you guys are uh, friends with my, my all time idol, Ashley Bloodshed, and so basically you guys knew them because of Arrow. Well, yes. Um, when Arrow joined Bloodshed, that is where the bond between us began. So we're like brothers now. Oh, no, that's good. So you think if they have a gig, you guys can also be on the the lineup. You think? Um, maybe in the future. Yeah, because yeah, because uh, Arrow is also part of the band. I guess he can hook you guys up too, right? Yeah. Well. Hell yeah, man. So let's talk about your skills. Yeah, the band's skills, right? Do you guys go to music school, self study, or somebody taught you guys? Well, as for me, you know, by the way, this friends. Oh, as for me, I'm a self taught musician. So. Oh shit. Okay. I learned everything by ear and by just watching videos. And for Francis? Uh, yeah, I'm also a self-taught musician. I just uh, watched uh, YouTube covers and uh, started copying them and also uh, playing by ear. Oh, okay. How about Arrow? Well, Arrow is actually a student of Ron Ibanez. He's a good guitarist. And that is, okay. yeah, that is where Arrow learned his leads and licks and all that right now uh, that's great man because be, being in a music school is a great fucking learning man in, in yeah. music school 
you learn read notes and shit and at the same time like use your ears yeah 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 so you know at home if you guys are you know just practicing by yourselves like you ran the scene with the drums does neighbor do the neighbors complaining about the noise and shit well uh fortunately for us the neighborhood on where audio seven for seven recording studio is placed um well the the neighbors are death metal oriented as we say oh shit really for real <laughs> yeah they don't complain at all man we even play at least like 12 a.m and then nothing no complaints at all damn dog shit that, that's, that's great man because usually yeah. some people they'll be like you know stop that shit we're sleeping already but <laughs> exactly they're, very, they're supporting they're supporting you guys i hope so <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's, that's great man so let's talk about the Syncretic, uh, sub, how do you pronounce it again? Sub- syncretic sur- subterfuge. Syncretic subter- subterfuge, yeah. Th- yep. That music video. How long do you guys take to finish that? Seven hours. Uh, we started 12 noon. We finished like 6.30 in the evening. What the yeah. So one day. It's not like like uh, other other day or other like, like no, week man. or some shit. No, it's just one day of shooting. It was a Sunday. And then we... Yeah, we finished it within six to seven hours, and with a lot of takes, it took us like 21 to 25 takes to get better frames for the video as well. So, as you can imagine, we're all tired as fuck that day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit, man. Yeah, it's fucking hard, too, because they need to get angles, like, yeah. what's the best angles for the member and then the whole band. So, yeah, that's that's great to know, man, shit. But the music video itself is fucking impressive, bro, so... Shout out to the crew who who helped put the, put those together. So did you guys hire Franz and Matt? Well, yeah, we hired them, and Franz and Matt did a very very terrific job on that video. It's actually their first time recording a death metal band. That's why they did their best. They they got curious. That's why they invited us, and the motivation is there and everything. And yeah, they oh, shit. did so, a terrific job. Yeah. What are they shooting though? So besides, I know this is the first time, but are they shooting other like? Like rap music or some shit? Not sure with other genres, but most of the genres that they shoot are metal cores and post hard cores, those kind of music. Oh, okay. So, how do you guys link up with friends and Matt? Friends. They have been friends with us for quite some time now, and they've actually been inviting us for a long time. And it just so happened that right now we created new music, and he invited us to shoot a video for that music, and hence. Syncretic subterfuge music video. That that's good to know, dog. You guys have other like friends who is also into that kind of music. Now, here's the thing. I mean, you have a one music video, which is really impressive already. Are you guys gonna continue making music videos and then do an album and shit to promote? Yeah, well, for a second track, we actually intend to create another music video, but we're not quite sure yet with regards to the concept, but. I think we're going to create a slightly comedy. Com- oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like Black Dahlia Murder type shit. Yeah. Well, um, just to add up, Black Dahlia Murder is actually our main influence before. I mean, oh, big yeah, yeah. diehard fan of Black Dahlia Murder, man. Yeah. It's uh, it's like, uh, what do you call that shit? In the Philippines, there's this uh, Black Dahlia Murder, murder uh, with Brian and then, fuck, I, for- I forgot. Do you guys know that? Who who did the Nosy Balasi fucking cover? Ah, uh, Mortal Fear. Mortal Fear, yeah. Fuck, man, that 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 shit, awesome dog. Yeah, hell yes. Because I I noticed that you guys wearing the Black Dahlia Murder shirt too on 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 the like pictures and shit. So yeah. 
Yeah, we're actually friends with Brian as well, so yeah. Oh yeah, shout out to Brian, bro. Hopefully you're fucking listening. That's the homie, Brian. Hell yeah, man. So yeah, let's play the the music right now. And do you guys have any shout outs before we go? Oh yeah, um, sure. Uh, we'd like to greet uh, Music View Distribution, um, Wolfie and Sharky Media, Wadshed, and our friends in the music scene. And um, also uh, our gig in Lucena, which is under Let's Go Underground production on March 14, 2020. And that is with Tobero and Ben and Ben, May 23rd in Beagle under Conqueror's production. Yep, thank you so much. Uh, hell yeah, how about Francis and Eric? Any shout outs before we go? Shout out to my mama, I love you so much. Oh, that's so sweet, dog. Shit. Alright, man, so that's fucking it, man. Appreciate you guys. Let's play some music and end this shit, man. Let's go. <laughs>